Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, that came in hard right there. I can't even rap, but I may think about making one. <laughs> That's what that beat makes <laughs> Yeah. Don't get me fired up, man. Let's welcome everybody to the first official show, the R&B Podcast. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, and everywhere else for podcasts. Nate. Listen, this is I, the hottest got, thing. It's the hottest out, thing. We gotta dog. let, it, you know we gotta that, let people bro. know who we are. I'm Nate Burleson. I'm Mike Rob, real Mike Rob. You know what time it is, man. We the host of the show, and we got our producer TD behind the glass. He giving us topics. He giving us beats. He giving us that yeah, hot yeah. fire. He like a young Dr. Dre. You hear this? I, beat. Yeah, I hope he invents some headphones. I'm gonna write. Tell me about it so I can invest. Uh, R&B. <laughs> hey, listen. Coming up on today's show, we got. Conversation about Greg Hardy, my Detroit Lions. Don't get me going, bro. Kirk Cousins. No, we're going to get you going. Don't get me going, We're going to get you going. And anything else we want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. We, we will go off script at some point, but that's what we do. Well, look, I'm going to tell you one thing before we even get going. That hotline bling, dog. You knew it was <laughs> we got, coming. We got to talk about that in the show. Dog, I show is dedicated dog. to music. Hotline bling, that's your hot right okay. now, dog. Okay, yeah, it's hot right now, dog. Can we, can we, can we circle back okay. to that? All right, all right, we're gonna circle back to that. Let's talk about Greg Hardy. Oh man. So what we saw on TV, on national TV, was Greg Hardy getting into it with what seemed like his teammates, and then we saw the All 22. So for people that are listening, the All 22 is basically the eye in the sky. Yeah. That's God's vision on football. You see everything, all 22 players, 11 on offense, 11 on defense. You see all the 22 players in the 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 22 film was him approaching the special teams huddle, which is a no-no. Apparently slapping the paperwork. No, nah, he slapped it. I seen the video. He okay. slapped the paper. The man acted crazy. Look, look, look. I don't look. I don't know. I've never seen somebody take steroids, but that I would have known. I would imagine what roid rage looked like. That's what it was. Look, I know. Hey, look, man, we all get emotional right. on on game day, right? But I played in the special teams, and like we 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 talked about it on on Total Access the other day, bro. This is what I do. You think I run down on kickoff, yeah. wanting somebody to return it for right. a touchdown? <laughs> you think I want that? We both ran down. Like, like, come on, man. We both, we both done that, dog. So for you to for you to have the audacity to come in this hut. Now, if it was Dez, I, I can see that. Dez, you've been here. You've Dez would have crossed that line of touching the coach, pushing his shot. I ain't even I ain't even hitting on that yet because for real, he could he, he could have a case against him for real. Yeah. So I ain't gonna hit. That's that. I think uh, universally that's. It was wrong. a physical altercation. I think universally, universally that was wrong. But I'm talking about. You know, I'm hearing about. I'm hearing on all these other on these other networks, people that don't ain't talking to real. How? Yeah, this happens on, on on every team. It does happen on every team, but not to this extent. You right. you don't have guys going into a special team huddle, okay? Who first of all, Greg Hart has never run down on kickoff. He's never returned to kick. Right. He doesn't know how hard it is to only have 15 minutes, 20 minutes a day to practice your craft, uh, okay? Uh. And like I said on television, do I go up to you when you trip on a pass rush or when you get blocked and dominated? Yeah, you had three, you got three sacks or four sacks on the year, but what about the rest of the hundred and some odd plays you've been in? Right. I don't get at you for not doing your thing. I don't get at you for that. See, see, Mike, I, I can appreciate that. Like and you said, the other networks that are talking about this subject – they're not really speaking the real. They're not, This, this is the R&B podcast. 
We're going to give you the real every time, and we're going to touch on these subjects. So when I saw it, I, I thought to myself, one, I've been in that situation. Me and you are both rah-rah guys, right? We've walked into a huddle, whether it was office, defense, special teams, and we wanted to encourage these guys. Sometimes it comes off wrong. Yeah. I remember walking into many special teams huddles. After me making a play, a touchdown or a big catch, I'm walking in barking. I'm telling these young pups, you know, the young dudes, they love free things. So I'm like, listen, I'll buy you a flat screen. I'll get you the new Jordans. Hey, if y'all get a fumble right here, I'll give y'all all all $1,000. Like, that's the type of dude I was. And there's times where the special teams coach looked at me and said, hey, Nate, chill for a second. Not right now. We don't need it right now. Not right now. Not that they don't need it. No, let me coach. Let me do what I'm paid to do. You can say whatever you want after these 17 seconds, but let me get these guys right for this split moment. And then I chill. I chill Nate, for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I dive back in. You're absolutely right. Greg was he, – he, he went too hard. I feel like the coach told him, like, yo, chill. I got my guys. This is my group. Relax. And he spazzed out, bro, like spazzed out. And then it went from touching the special teams coach, pushing and shoving, slapping paperwork, and barking at everybody on the sideline. To me, they got a bit – to me, this is a big – this is a reflection of a bigger problem, Nate. I'm being honest with you, though. What's that problem? I'm being honest with you, bro, because, again, I look at the alpha dogs on that team, which, again, Dez Bryant, I've been – if you've ever been to a a Dallas Cowboy practice or a meeting where Dez is involved in, he is the alpha dog on that team. For sure. Period, right? And when the alpha dog, the man, the the face of your franchise, the undisputed leader is trying to calm you down, Mm. okay, and you slapping him away, Facts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. I saw that. Man to a man. I saw Dad's face. It changed. It changed. Like, whoa. There was somebody <laughs> holding Dad's back. You know what I'm it saying? It's a situation like this. Chill. Chill. Like, you can't have that on a team. And 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 I and I look at I look at it like this. If Greg Hardy can't be controlled. There's no recall. There's no reprimand for his actions. You think now, all of a sudden, you're talking about re-signing him to an extension? Look, look, look. I need people to understand, and this is the real. This is why you tune into this podcast. I don't know if Jerry Jones is in this to win football games. Mm. I don't know, because when you let a guy like this, for for an, if you let a guy like this. Be the leader of your team. If you show that the example is you can hit a coach, you can disrespect this organization, you can say what you want, and you'll be extended for it. You'll be you'll you you you'll be you'll be awarded for it. What president is that setting? And, think- and check the but check this out, Nate. What's up? But from the business standpoint. Them tickets are gonna rise. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, so this is what I'm all saying. All of that. But what are you in this game for, Mike? Because I, to me, I feel that setting you. that example will I not win you a championship. And listen, for everybody listening, me and Mike, we won't, we won't disagree or argue with each other just for the sake of listeners. But I'm, I'm gonna keep it real with you, bro. I, I disagree. I feel yeah. like Jerry Jones is in it to win games. Now, is he making money in the meantime? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Greg Hardy is a talent. He's a talent. He's a talent. He's a talent. But we know that. Jerry Jones and what he's built, that stadium, how people approach loving the Cowboys, it's different than any other team. Yeah. The first right. time you played in that new stadium, 
It was crazy. I was distracted. I was distracted by, the, a pole, good way, by the pole dancers. Uh, no, let's break it down. Let's break it down for everybody. Let's break it down for everybody that doesn't know. We walk out the stadium. I mean, walk out the locker room. Yeah. We walk through a lounge slash bar. It's a club. It's a club. <laughs> got glass on each side. People looking at us as if we're in a zoo. Yeah. You know, but but I, I'm enjoying it. I, you know, I'm a receiver. I like the attention. So I'm like, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> hey, how's that drink? Is that vodka soda? Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You walk through. Then you get inside the field. And you look at this screen that spans what is it, fifty yards? Dude, I don't even know. Okay, the, the biggest, biggest thing H- I've ever the seen. biggest HD screen you ever seen. Yeah, right. Yeah. And and you're like, okay, that's dope. I'm chilling. I'm watching myself on a replay. Like, yo, this is fly right here. Yeah, I yeah. Heard, and you're talking to your teammates. Like, I heard they play Madden on this <laughs> on the, like, during the week. You making up all kind of stuff. Yeah. I heard they got fishing in the boat, like barbershop too, right? <laughs> so, so listen. So then you chill and you look around. The the sweets are in the ground. They're dug out. So people that are in the suites are probably chest level. So you're watching the field from the best view ever, right? Grass up. You're watching people. I had a fan hand me a football that went over there like, here, take your take your kick return football back. I'm like, that's fly. But, <laughs> then, but that's not even it. So I'm sitting there chilling. I'm like, okay, they got cheerleaders. This is Dallas Cowboys. I heard about their infamous cheerleaders. And then I'm like, what's that on the second level? Is that a dance team? Oh, okay, they got a dance team. That's what's up. So they got cheerleaders and dancing. I look on the third level. They got go-go dancers oh, yeah. in cages going in. So Jerry Jones is definitely about making that money, which he is doing. But you're saying he's not trying to win games. I don't. No, 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 he's, no, no. I, I, I say I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to go there and say he's definitely not trying to. Obviously, everybody in this league is trying to win games, and I think he's trying to win a championship. But there is a fine line, right? Greg Hardy would have not been signed by New England Patriots. That's facts. You see what I'm saying? Greg Hardy would have not have been signed by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, there's a lot of teams that weren't going to sign him. But but just off of <laughs> – think about this, Nate. You just get convicted of something, right? And then a couple weeks later, you come out with a video talking about the guns, the guns and all this type of stuff you talk about. Now, look, I understand the thug role, right? Yeah. I ain't gonna even lie. I didn't. I didn't live that life before. Like you know, like you know what I'm saying. We all we all have dibbled and dabbled, right? In, right. Our, in our former life. Right. But right. come on, bro. You got paid what? How many million to sit out last year? You got too much money to be sitting around trying to be a thug. Who cares? You're not a thug. What about your kids are gonna grow up really nice? Okay, you're not a thug. You are not a thug. What about what about Hainsworth? You remember Hainsworth? Yeah. In the Pat sign. Terrible. They signed him. But he, Terrible. Yeah, but they signed him, though. Pat Terrible. Russell signed Ocho Cinco. Terrible. What about the pass on And how fast Ocho have Cinco? they got him out of there? How fast did, did they get in and get out? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> how fast right. did they get in and get out? Once the Bill Belichick sees the real guy, even Tim Tebow, hey, we signed Timmy. We might. Well, well. All right, so so to, to close this out, I, I'm going to just pose this question. You're in the game on Sunday, and – Greg Hardy steps into your special teams huddle. You the leader, Mike Robb, captain, special teams captain. And he comes in there barking at you guys, a grown man barking at you guys, and then starts barking at your coach and gets into a physical altercation. Nate, respectfully, respectfully, facts on any team yeah. that I played for, yeah. it wouldn't have happened because the respect would have been there. 
But say it did happen. Even though. got there. Okay, okay. Say it did happen. Say it did happen. First of all, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw blows and and, and do whatever. I'm not gonna make two idiots. It's too many people. Watching. It's too many people watching. And I and I've I've we've we played this game and been in this game long enough to understand that, right? Yeah. But when we get in that locker room, we gonna have some real words. And I don't care how fired up you are. Mm. Like, hey, I don't care if you're 200 and some 80 pounds, whatever the case may be. You may beat me. Mm. But I tell you one thing, you're going to know you got in a fight. Mm. And you're going to respect what I do for a living. You're going to respect my coach and what he does for a living. Facts. Because it's too hard to play special teams Facts. in this league. I know. It's too hard, bro. And don't act like we're all people without faults because yeah. he has his clearly. Yeah. So get out of my huddle, bro. I feel you. Hey, so, I, you know, I, I love stories, and this is it, – it's attached, but it's a little bit different. Here's my special team story of the day. Go ahead, man. Let me hear So you. I'm coming off the edge trying to block punts. This is my rookie year in, okay. in Minnesota with the Vikings. We're playing the Giants. Um, so I, I, I come off the edge, and I almost block the punt, and he muffs it, right? The punter muffs it. And at this point, I don't really know what to do. I don't know if I should grab him. Or, or grab the ball. I, like, I'm, so I'm in between. He scoops it up, scrambles for the first down. And essentially, Did he outrun you, dog? No, no, no. I'm, okay. I'm still on the ground. Okay. Yeah, but th- essentially, like that's, it, that was kind of like the turning point. It's the fourth quarter. And they end up going down, I think, a go-ahead field goal or something like that. And it was, it was one of my worst plays because I just didn't know what to do. If I had hit him, we would have got the ball in our territory, probably scored, and put the game further out of reach. Uh, Mike Tice, who uh-huh. was the head coach at the time, he, he walks into the special teams meeting the next day. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how he timed it up. I don't know if the coach sent him a text like, yeah, yo, we at that play, come in here. And I'm looking here, I'm like, embarrassed. You know, you get that yeah. feeling when you're watching the play where you messed up on. But you know it's about to – you know yeah. it's a play. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with the coach, yeah. the, the special teams coach, spazzing out and being yeah. like, hey, what's going on? So, <laughs> so Mike Tice walks in, and he, he – he kind of like looks at the screen, and he looks at me, and he looks at the screen, and he's like, man, I'm, I'm just keeping real. Mike Tyson, my guy, and this is the Army <laughs> podcast. This, this is what he said. He said, tackling like a little <laughs> right? <laughs> but he, he said it under his breath, and I'm just like, damn. But that, that's how I felt anyway. So yeah. I'm, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, is this the moment where I get released? Like, is my career over? Like, I, I didn't do what I needed to do on special teams. <laughs> and I thought to myself, man, this is so much harder than I thought it would be. And ever since then, I was like, it doesn't matter if I'm on offense, special teams, returning, blocking, coming off the edge. I got to give everything I got. Because in that moment, I wavered. I was on the fence and I didn't yep. know what to do. And you can affect the game, man. And that's what it was. <laughs> and, and ever since then, me and Mike Tice – been close like that's my dude that's one of my favorite coaches of all times because he was so real so honest and that's what it was there it is that's my special team story of the day i hear you td i hear you yeah oh okay even young thug feeling this we got young yeah i hear you thug in the background (laughs) oh he like, this sound like, like, this nah. He like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> My jeans ain't that tight. That's- <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listen. Cole Beasley, right? Okay. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, he muffed the punt. Not, you know, the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. He muffed the punt 
at a critical point. The moment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where, you know, Dallas still had a chance to um, win this game. And, you know, I, I, I was a punt returner. And not like, oh, I was just back there when I wanted to make a play. There was times throughout my 11-year career where punt returning was all I did. Yeah. I, I wasn't getting on the field as a receiver. I tried to affect the game in a different way. And you were, you were good at it too, Nate. I can't I lie. I appreciate you did it, thing. No, you, was coming, you was coming at my <laughs> head. <laughs> okay. Story time. Segway. I'm a punt returner in Seattle. San Francisco's in Seattle, right? The 49ers versus Seahawks. Yeah. Mike Robb. You, you, what, what was the, you're the you were personal protector personal protector, personal protector. So he, you're the right behind the center yeah. in between the center and the punter it was like a monsoon the game was delayed for like two hours it was two the hours. first year of Thursday night football first year very first year I remember the turf in Seattle was coming up yeah. and we had to fake a monsoon punt. was coming down we had to fake and a you punt. guys were in your territory right around yeah. the 50 or so yep, yep. and and, I, and we, we we knew that the, the possibility of run, running a fake was was in the air right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So you got the direct snap. I'm out of there. Hey, listen, listen, listen to me, everybody. Mike got the direct snap, and he hits the corner, and nobody gets him. Ain't, no. ain't nobody put a hand on him. Ain't nobody. The gunners, him. I'm literally running past the gunners, and they're looking they're at looking me. They don't at know if the ball's kicked or not. And he is hauling ass. <laughs> and he makes eye contact with me, and I'm thinking to myself, like, Damn, I'm ran over. I'm like, I had no fair dodge, and I'm gonna get this man everything and I, I got. I knew, I knew you wasn't gonna shoot me. For some reason, I knew you wasn't gonna try to give me a wiggle. Like oh, you no. was looking at me. Oh. Once we made eye contact, I was yeah. like, Hey, it's about to get real. It's right that now. time. It's yeah. that time. They, so I thought to myself, I said, Okay, let me see. I can go up top. Which don't means do it. I'm probably gonna get ran over. Don't He's gonna it. score. <laughs> or I can dive straight at his ankles. That's exactly what he did. <laughs> I know he ain't got he ain't got no. the maneuverability, <laughs> which ain't a word, to, to, to move past me. Cause Yo. you, what, you would if think about it. If you would have tried to shake me, you probably would have. Cause how often do I tackle? No. I probably got seven and tackles was, in my. Inner when career. I look back at it on film, everybody was like, "Oh my!" You ran right oh, you had so to room. It was so much space, but I'm like, as much. Time, as many times as I have to run down and tackle this dude and run, r- r- race him all around. He was talking a lot of trash, yeah, all that. You know, I'm like, he's finna get all 225 pounds. Yeah. And you had to protect the ball. Yeah. You, you had both hands. I had to. I had so to. I dove at his ankles, and, and then I got to tackle. And I was like, damn. Like, yeah, I tried to give it to you. I tried, <laughs> I tried to. But the, I, I saw Nate. We made eye contact. I blinked, and then I saw the sky. I'm like, oh, what the? <laughs> Ankle tackles, man. That's what yeah, Dion used to do. You know, shout out to Primetime. He Prime. wasn't hitting nobody up top. Oh man, Prime was a cover guy. Hey, so all right, so Cole Beasley muffs his punt, uh, and, and then he utilizes one of the, I guess, the biggest um, tools in today's relationship with fans, which is social media. Yeah, to apologize, and he he basically said, "Listen, fans, uh, I'm I'm sorry. This isn't me. I apologize." You know, to everybody who's real supporters, I appreciate you. You know, kind of it won't happen again. Like, where do you stand on that? Like, guys using social media now to reach out to their fans in really the darkest moments and situations. Like, this is probably his darkest moment of the season. Yeah. He's, you yeah. know, you know how it is. You motherfucker punt and you could win the game. He's going to remember it for the rest of the life. You know, you know how that is. Yeah, well, first of all, I think social media, I think guys being on social media and reaching out to their fans, I think that's awesome. Right. That's, that's what it's there for. Right. And, but, but use it as that to reach out to fans. Don't, hey, I'm in the bathroom taking a doo-doo. Hey, I'm, moving. I'm going here, I'm going there. No, man, no, don't, don't do all of that. 
but use it as a tool. But my, my only thing about Cole, all right, and I had a coach tell me this a long, long time ago. When you mess up in this league, okay, everybody, especially the players and coaches, everybody knows that you feel the worst out of anybody. Right. Obviously, we know that, right? Yes, yeah. We won't have time for all that apologies. We know you're sorry. Yeah. yeah. Show me what you're going. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Don't, 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 don't dwell on the negative. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I know he's trying to apologize, and I know fans can get a little rowdy, whatever, whatever. Well, just get off social media for the day after. Mm. Don't listen to him. You know, my senior year in college, when I was listening to racial stuff, saying that uh, you can't, there can't be a black quarterback at Penn at State. At Penn State, yeah, you can't do this, you can't do that. I just didn't look at it. I just didn't look at Facebook. I just didn't look at read the papers. Mm. And then you know, you're oblivious to it. So, and, and then you can get a chance to go on the field and and, and do your thing the following week. So, I, I agree with players going, you know, using social media for what it is. But to go out there and just to say you're sorry, this, that, and the third, the people out there that's gambling in Vegas, that, that, that sorry ain't going to get me my my $200 back. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that that sorry ain't going to win me my fantasy league. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, straight up, these people are, are, are real. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're serious about what they do. So, no, nah, man, I, it's a good gesture. I get it, man. But leave those sorries to yourself. That's called the loser's lament. That's what it is. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, man. The woulda, coulda, shoulda. Come on, man. You know what it is, man? It's it's a guy trying to heal himself. Yeah, that's all it through is. Through social media. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I know that because my last year in Seattle, I snapped my arm, broke my arm in the car crash trying to save pizza, right, which was the, probably the worst way. Because, yeah, and, and, and I heard about this that, This is a whole different show. Well, no, this is a whole different We're not going to dive into that right now. We're going to do a whole now? show about – the pizza. Oh and my that, God! Yeah. That pizza. But, hey, but I, but you know what? After I got off the pain pills, yeah. After I, you know, was able to kind of step outside the house and stop feeling sorry for myself, I reached out to social media, and I. But it was in a way like this. All right, the floodgates are open. Bring the jokes, like you know, and, and bring the comments. And and I, people were going off. Man, how could you do this? You and Matt Stafford had a connection. You were leading the league, and and you know, catch ratio and all this stuff. And, and then people were like, "Well, what kind of pizza was it? Did you know, <laughs> eat dish or thin crust?" And I was just like, "Man, listen, I, I get it. I, I deserve all Did that." Did they put you on IR after that? Nah, I missed eight games. You missed eight back, games. And then came back, and I scored the first game back in Baltimore. But I still knew that my career was over. It's crazy. I came back. My first game back, I scored a touchdown against Baltimore. But in my head, I was like, this ain't enough to save my career. Yeah. Like, I'm too old to have this type of injury on top of the other injuries. And I knew that, like, I wasn't going to be able to bounce but back. But you were out eight games. So yeah. when you, when, when you, when, when you, you know, stopped the pizza from falling and all of that, yeah. you were out. Eight games after that, it wasn't like you had an opportunity to go on the field the very next week. I got to, you. Yeah, I you see what I'm saying? Talking about with Cole. Yeah. With, with Cole, it's like, bro, you gonna have an opportunity this it. week? Get over it, cause we need you. Goldfish memory. Yeah, it's I feel you. Short memories, bro. All right. You know so, what I'm saying? So let's let's move on. But I I, I can appreciate that. Um, TD. Okay, with TD. Tracks. You're coming with some tracks. Uh, I gotta get a freestyle from Thugger before we get up out of here. Yeah. Thugger. Hey, Thugger. 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 Really? <laughs> Nah. I got to tweet a picture. Yeah, he looks just like Thugger. I don't even know what Young Thug be saying, bro. I don't either. I don't know if I'm just too too old school in my era was lyrics. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Some, He's sapping. Some of these young, some of these young cats, they, they ain't not really He's, rapping. It's called sapping, not Warren sapping. Sapping? Sapping. Sing rapping. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's called sapping. That makes sense. Or ringing, whatever you want to call it. All right. But it, 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 Ringing, it, rap, singing. <laughs> whatever right. you want to call it, you so know? We got a couple subjects we're going to talk about, man. Um. Dan Campbell, right? Miami. Yeah. Did, 
Do you know the years this guy was in the league? Because I feel like I've seen this guy, like, in a helmet. I feel like we played with <laughs> yeah, him or against, against him, man, like, for whatever reason. I don't know. I had to check. I feel you, though. though. You know, it's crazy. So, he's the interim coach after uh, the head coach at Miami got fired, right? And, yeah. And Dan so Campbell, guys, last played in uh, 2009 with the Saints. He was in, with the Lions from 06 to 08. Okay, so I might have played him, man. Yeah, of course. I'm telling you. you. Did. <laughs> he last played in 09. Yeah. I was like – we definitely played against them. Millennials. Yeah, so listen, he comes in and fills in. I appreciate that, TD, for the, for the information. And and he, his press conference out the gate, this is my perspective, and I said this on air. I was like, okay, he's saying a lot of cliche, football, jargon, and regurgitating what we've heard before, right? Got to change the culture. Got to hit. These guys got to have fun. It, it's all about being physical. And, you know, all yeah. these things that we've heard. And I said to myself, all right, is he just saying that because the cameras is on him? Because he wasn't really going into detail. And then you watch these dudes the last two weeks. Balling. Not just balling. It literally seems like the culture has everything he said, it's application. They are more physical. They are hitting more. The culture has changed. These guys are having fun. How often can a coach say, this is what I'm here to do, and then it goes out in the game, and they're doing it. So, like, have you seen that? Because we've been in coaching yeah. changes. Oh, yeah. We've heard oh, coaches yeah. BS us. We've heard coaches sit up there and talk that talk and keeping it all the way real on yeah. R&B. We're like, he's not about that life. Nah. And, we and know that we application isn't going <laughs> to apply to yeah. us and this team. But in Miami? They're responding. They're Immediately. Definitely, yeah, they're responding. And you know what? I like what Dan is doing. I honestly, I mean, he he started off with Oklahoma drills. I ain't did Oklahoma drills. Explain <laughs> Oklahoma wanted. drills for people. Yeah, listening. you basically lay five yards apart. I mean, the way we did Oklahoma's back in Richmond, VA. Go head was, up. You go head up. You lay you lay uh, on your back. Both guys. One guy's a bar carrier. You blow the whistle. You get up and you run into each other. And somebody's gonna lose. No avoiding. No avoiding. Not no, trying to shake the No fair dodge. People you listening. Put two bags up on the side and y'all go right at it. And, you know, I get he's trying to get, make the guys tougher, right? But I don't know if, if it's Dan Campbell. I don't know if it's his effect or is it the effect of, change. whoa, our head coach got fired. Change. People are going to not be here next year. Let me put something better on film. Now, they are running the ball better. That helps Ryan Tannehill. He looks better because there seems to be a more emphasis on the run. Right. Uh, the defense seems to be like – be like they they've let loose and and look man, somebody please please, somebody tell Cameron Wake, I know him as Derek Wake. Mm -hmm. Tell Cameron Wake to get on iTunes, buy R&B podcast and hear me out. Okay, okay. So you're better why, than why, that. Why do you know him as Derek? Because we went to school together. Okay. So and Cameron's middle name. Cam Cameron was a name. I, yeah, I guess it's his first or middle name, whatever. But we we know him as Derek. Okay. Okay, he used to handcuff him. But we'll talk about that later. He used to handcuff We'll talk about that later. But anyway, <laughs> D-Wade, bro, okay. right. let me tell you something, dog. Mm. These last two games, this is how you should have been balling. Why does it take uh, a, a change? Let me tell you. Some Sue, people were saying it about Sue, too, though. But Sue, I look at film. Sue commands a double team. He's still commanding a double team. You and Olivia Vernon was one-on-one. -on -one. You guys have always been one-on-one -on -one all season. Yeah. So, it just seems like now your energy level is up. The same thing happened to this guy in college. Let me tell you, Nate, I have never seen a more athletic and talented individual. Oh, he I am serious. Unbelievable. 
No, dog. This okay. man could flip. This man could do crazy stuff athletically. Mm. Doesn't have to touch a weight. Backflip? Yeah, I know the backflip, bro. That's crazy. On a mattress. You know, they ain't got no spring. An old mattress, a hood mattress. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude is athletic, bro. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And he should be one of the c- contenders for defensive player of the year. Yeah. And to, 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 to see that effort in the first four games and all it takes is a, yeah, a coaching change, some staff changes, hey, you know, this, that, and the third, now all of a sudden it's a whole <laughs> new team. And I don't know if that's an, the, Dan Campbell, the Dan Campbell effect or the changes But, Mike, but, but listen, he said that we're going to start hitting more. We're going to start banging as we know it in yeah. football. And if you're banging at practice, doing Oklahoma drills, doing stuff that you, you haven't done since middle school, then the game day becomes light. Like, it we've does. been on teams where practice week is a cakewalk. And yeah. you're, you're, you're not going through anything physical. And sometimes you walk in the game like, man, this is the first time I got hit in weeks. But what Dan is saying, nah, we're going to bang so much at practice that when we get on this field on game day, this is like dessert for my team. And Nate, and Nate. From a wide out, I'm sorry, bro. From a wide out, that sounds all good, you know, for kicks and giggles, right? But I play fullback nine on seven, bro. I ain't tired. I'm trying to hit that. Sh- I, I mean, I ain't trying to do all that. Right. That banger during the week, right? And again, <laughs> the, the, the changes affect these guys are pumped up. This and the third, but see when they go to when, when they go to New England uh, on Thursday and take this L, I want to see how they face adversity uh, the next week. And and how about week 12 and 13 okay. when all that excitement has died down? Before we move on, when you can't go physical at practice okay. anymore, uh, you know that. I, I feel you. Before we move on, come on, man, I got an Uzi over here, dog. That 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 that. Hey, listen, before we move on, we don't do predictions much on this show, but. You said they're going to New England Come on, to take bro. an L. Are they Come gonna on, get bro. blown out in New England? Uh, I don't think they'll get blown out. I don't. Think I, th- so. I, I think it'll be closer than people think. Actually, I got them beating New England later on in the season in Miami. Word. Well, say word. First of all, I'll tell you this: if they do get the upset, Dan Campbell cemented his job as a head coach this week. Max, if they get this upset, if they get this upset, I come on be next week and spit a freestyle. I don't know about a freestyle because it ain't going to be a freestyle because I'm going to think of it we'll all give week. You, we'll give you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be writing it all week, so I ain't going to be lying to you. But I will get Dan Campbell's effect. I mean, his respect to okay. say that it's not the changes. All right, cool. Uh, you we, crazy. We're going to go through speed round a little bit. We got a little bit of time left. Dugger. Hey, what's up with my Lions, bro? Like, I guess this is my time to yeah, go yeah, my man. soapbox. Uh, Matthew Stafford has about it, man. Nah, dog. Come on, they, well, they got Lombardi fired, right? Come on, and, and bro. People, people gave me a hard time yesterday. A couple of the producers walked in the green room and said, Nate, do you got blood on your hands? I said, I got, what you mean? Nate, you, you did what, get him fired. No, I did not get him fired. They bro. all watch us, bro. I get they all watch we us. We the hottest thing on TV. And one of, and they one of, hear what you're saying. And, and one, of our sub, one, of our, one of our segments was um, the front Man, page of the Detroit fired. Free Pass paper. Talking yeah. about Nate Burleson. Says that. The whoa, 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 whoa. Now, I ain't mean to interrupt you. They put you in front of the free press? Yeah. That made people in the hood hearing what you say, bro. Yeah. You got an effect out there, okay, dog. get the man fired. You know what got him fired? The play call. Is the inability to get <laughs> Calvin Johnson and Golden Tate open. Golden Tate had 1,300 yards last year. Golden Calvin Johnson was voted the number one receiver by his peers. And I talked to him preseason. He said, this is the healthiest I've been. Let me ask you something, though, Nate. Let me ask you something, though, Nate. All right. We both know this. Keep it, keep it funky now. I'll keep it a buck with you. On teams, I don't really care if a team know what play we're doing if we're going to out-execute you. So how much of that does go down to the actual 
players I feel you running the plays. I feel you on that. And I get what you're saying. And I feel like when I played, I don't care if you knew where I was going, I'm still going to yeah. win this route, right, in this one individual play. But Drew Brees was talking during media day during the Super Bowl last year, and he said, um, speaking on Lombardi and his play calling, he said, just by formation, I could predict 90% of the plays he's running. Now, this is Drew Brees. Yeah. There's people that are hired within every organization just uh, to yep. look at tendencies. Yep. Never even play football. I'm talking about mathematic geniuses and geeks that sit there and will go back to the coach and say, this is what I found out about this offense. And if they have something that's so familiar on each play and their tendencies aren't broken, talk about breaking tendencies, then it is easy to stop. If you know that Calvin Johnson is sitting at the line of scrimmage stationary, then put a big DB on him and have help over the top. And by formation, you know there's only two routes he's running? Of course He's not going to I mean, but Nate, ask the New England Patriots. They say the same thing about Coach Bevel but in England. Seattle. But you see what I'm saying? In Seattle seems to still you, – you see, the players still, still what? <laughs> play competitive football. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's not like that <laughs> offense is – They went to two Super Bowls with the same quarterback. What about now, though? People they are seeing these football. tendencies, and they're jumping all over Seattle. That's true. Look at you, the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots. They change much, up every week. They change up every week. Every week. Every week they run plays point. we haven't even seen in years. Let me tell you, dog. And they've been in a holster. You talk about having a Uzi. Yeah. They got ammo. They One bring week. some plays out. The Gronk touchdown this yeah. past weekend. If 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 the Jets didn't give them all that blitz, they wouldn't even brought that play out. Which yeah. means for a whole week they said, hey, at some point the Jets will give us this look. And when they give us this look, we're going to run this play, which is going to gash them. You know and what? it was a touchdown. And, 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 and speaking on that a little bit, this may be off kilter a little bit, man, but – it's amazing to me the football IQ level of the players the New England Patriots have. Right. Year in and year out. I know that's probably a reflection of coaching, but I look at some of the routes. Like uh, there was a route uh, that Danny Amendola uh, caught in the end zone. It was, and Julian, Edel, I mean, Julian Edelman and Gronk had to give a, a certain vertical release. Yeah. And Amendola had – the timing had to be perfect. Mm. For him to do it, yeah. you know what I mean, and he understood that I need these guys for a pick. I can't go in there too fast because this linebacker's flying to me. I have to sit in this window. And how many times you see young receivers or guys run through windows? And they and look panic. at the quarterback they like panic. They the panic quarterback's the like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It seems to me that they're always on the same page. I just had to get that out there, man, because facts, th th man. there's not another team out there like that. I can appreciate that because you know? I'm going to keep it real with you. I, you know, I played for three teams and I had a good career and made some good money, but th that's one team I wish that I played for. Man, you ain't lying, bro. Patriots, just because – Shout out to Bill. Tom. So, um, before before we close, this is the last question I'm going to ask you. And you talked about it at the beginning of the show, you know, the music you're listening to. What are you feeling Hotline outside bling. of football? Huh? What are you feeling outside of football? Outside of football, like I ain't right gonna even lie. I'm gonna keep right it now, funky. The, the Drizzy Drake got you. Got that you joint. That joint. That, that joint got me funky. His man. dance moves I'm in the video. You, I ain't gonna even lie, dog. He a part of pop culture, and he understands that. He knows that we're gonna put the memes out. He knows that we're gonna do all but that. But that hotline bling. That joint. I know when that hotline bling. Ah. Hey. That joint. That joint got me going, man. That boy can't lose. I mean, he can. He can go in there and BS in the booth, and he's gonna be a hot singer. And shout out, before we go, man, I just gotta shout out my, my foundation, uh, Excel to Excellence, my team, Excel Kids, man. We yeah. run like a fantasy football type thing to get kids excited about sports and, and excited about uh, learning, bro. And man, we we're seeing like a 65, 55 to sixty five percent increase in GPA. That's bro. dope, bro. 
mentorship program. That's all, man. We, you know, hey, we got to give everybody your Twitter and your, in your, in your Instagram. At Real Mike Rob. That's my Twitter. Real underscore Mike underscore Rob. That's Instagram. Okay. Snapchat, Real Mike Rob. Periscope, Real Mike Rob. Yeah. Uh, Facebook, Real okay. Mike Rob. Okay, yeah. It's so all real. My, my Twitter <laughs> my, my Twitter is Nate13Burleson, and my Instagram is just Nate Burleson, man. Reach out to us, man. If there's certain things you guys want to hear, we'll talk, about, talk it. about it. Yeah, man. And we'll, and we'll, we'll do that. So, hashtag uh, Nate, R&B pod. And you got you to gotta hashtag R&B pod. Um, this is going to be one of the dopest podcasts oh. out, I promise you. And we're going to have people call in. All of that. Sport. The line was tied up today. I had Marshawn calling it. TD, the line was tied up. Let me get this beat before we close out. Oh. Hey. Uh, now, this is that smooth. Now, this you. This is that Warren G right here. Hey. Appreciate that podcast, Mike. Uh. Yeah. It's going down, right? Yeah. We chilling a freestyle. We got another meet in the meanwhile. We got R&B. Oh. Total access. Oh. Come through, dress so fresh. Oh, I don't know what to say. I can't rap today. Uh, hey. Shut up. That was about a half a bar. Half oh. a bar. <laughs> like half a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> and deliver. I feel you. <laughs>